<laughs> yeah, that may be a little dramatic, but it's better than... <laughs> uh, welcome back to podcast, whatever number this is. Uh, it's going to be a quick one. Let's jump straight into it. I wanted to remind you of a couple of things. Um, for those of you that follow along on Digital Photography School, the current assignment is street photography, which scares a lot of people. Um, scares a lot of companies too. I think Fujifilm uh, Japan just booted out one of their ambassadors because he, because of his methods. I mean, he wasn't uh, he wasn't Bruce crazy, but uh, yeah, he's pretty confronting. Don't really see what the issue was. I think it was a bit bit of a Fujifilm move to boot him out. Mind you, Japan um, is a little bit more um, polite, cautious when it comes to that sort of stuff. So anyway, each to their own. Uh, in other news, yeah, so uh, there's a link in the show notes um, on the blog post. Join in street photography. Post some of your old work if you're too lazy to go and take a new photo. I have taken on, I love that word, onboarded. It's very uh, very early 2000s, isn't it? Oh, look, there's a plane in the distance landing. Um, and a bird nearly flew into my window. I've got a window I can look at now. It's really nice. Um, I'll put a photo of that in the show notes too. You probably won't be able to see on it because um, I've got to clean the windows after that mud rainstorm thing we had a couple of weeks back. Uh, anyway... Um, I onboarded a new client this week, which is really exciting for me. Um, very, very typically, um, my social media clients are companies uh, who I have known about or worked with or used their gear or something along those lines. And this company is Tether Tools, whose gear I have used for a long time. Um, you may know them as the company that makes those orange cables that people connect their cameras and computers together with. Uh, they also make lots of other stuff. Uh, I'll pop a link in the, um, in the old blog post. So this week's topic was um, pretty much influences. Uh, you know, I, I've had a reasonably strong opinion on influences before now um and not in not all influences just influences that do things badly uh influences that uh approach companies really badly influences that don't have a plan um they don't make much sense to me i mean we're all in this trying to mm, trying to make ends meet i'm just a bloke trying to make ends meet but um, a lot of influencers, typically younger, um, no business skills, just having a crack at it and, um, you know, emailing companies and saying, I need this, I've got 644 followers and you should give me this <clears throat> and I'll promote you on all of my channels. Uh, and the main, I don't take offense and I'm not um, the 2000s version of Outraged. Uh, I just find it a little bit amusing when you get those emails and the people who claim to have, you know, multiple thousand audience following them and and be an influencer don't give you any idea as to who they are. A lot of them have random Gmail addresses uh, and no surname and no links to their platforms. And it, it's kind of hard. I mean, that um, they usually... 
across my clients at least when they're approached via when i'm approached via social media uh if it's something where i have to go searching to find out who you are and find out if you're legit um i'm likely not going to have time for that and if i do have time for that and i can't find you and i mean it's not going to go any further at all i'm not going to pass you on to the company and say we should work with this person it's a waste of time so um i think i mentioned it in a podcast a, a few podcasts ago uh get your ducks in a row folks um send the links tell the company what you want to do with them what you want to do for them what you want them to do for you be very specific because the people on the other end of the messages have these messages come to them all the time. They don't have time to read them all and decipher what the hell you're trying to say. Um, what made me start thinking about this a little bit more was I'm on Quora. I don't know if you guys are on Quora. Um, I answer questions from time to time. I'm not cynical, but I'm to the point on there, I guess. Uh, and somebody asked a question uh, this week, what do you think about teenagers becoming well-known due to social media such as TikTok or Instagram? Uh, I don't know if you know what TikTok is. It's a video mashup, um, <laughs> meme generation central video slash quick content website app. And uh, it's very popular with younger folk. Uh, and some older ones as well, actually. There's an uh, an answer. There's two answers on this this question on Quora. One of them is from uh, somebody who describes himself as an adult user of TikTok. And it's funny, when you see people that are, you know, 30 plus on TikTok and they're like, am I the only 30 plus year old on TikTok? Please hit me up. It's like, no, you're not. Stop it. Anyway, the answer that uh, I thought was interesting and... I mean, I have two young kids and they're not on social media. Uh, they're not on phones or anything um, as yet. And I'm probably going to try and keep them off social media until they understand the ins and outs of it uh, and beyond, to be honest. Um, yeah, it can be not a nice place. Uh, anyway, it, <laughs> more on that later. Uh, this, this folk, uh, this folk, this folk answered this bloke answered and he said in my personal opinion is good and i'm reading it verbatim that they are using their time for something good and not doing what a typical teenager would be doing what <laughs> he didn't say what i said what is also good and impressive how they can literally build a career as a teenager <sighs> becoming well known on social media can give them good opportunities in life not everything is easy, so if they have a big following, then they deserve it. Come on, dude. <laughs> I mean, yes, influencers and, you know, social media rati are here to stay, uh, at least for the next X years. Um, and influencing is a thing. I mean, we've been influenced since the dawn of time. Oh, Joe, what's that motorbike you've got there? It looks really cool. I might have a look at it. X person goes by his motorbike, etc., etc., and that's fine. Um, it isn't easy to be a good influencer. You actually have to have some business acumen and some idea of goals if you want to turn it into something where you get paid for it. You uh, and you get the money. Um, you can't just, you know, <sighs> I want to be an influencer. Give me some stuff. I've promoted it. Great. What do I do next? You've got to be. You've got to be working at it. it. 
it takes actual hard work um, and you've got to work on your people skills and your business skills and your goals and directions and you've got to think about other things like getting a teenager into social media if they have no no idea about what they want in in life out of business uh no idea how to structure a business i mean you've got a lot more things to deal with than just going on instagram or tiktok and saying ah you should follow me look at my bikini or my muscles and uh, look where i am and i'm on a flight and there's my plane wing in the air. Have you seen that that video? It's quite funny. Uh, there's more to it. You know, there's tax and there's all sorts of things. So, I don't know. I mean, I didn't really, I didn't answer that one. What do you think about teenagers becoming well-known due to social media as, such as TikTok? Um, I don't care if you become well-known due to social media such as TikTok or Instagram, but you've really got to have your ducks in a row, so to speak. You've got to know... Um, are you going to become a content creator full-time and how many content creators full-time do you know that have actually made a living out of what they do? The answer is not very many. Um, you know, <laughs> skip through a, a list of the top 50 YouTubers and you'll see that they've worked really, really hard to get where they are. Um, you think about people like uh, Mr. Beast, for example. I mean, he was you know, working off some crappy computer with the inbuilt mic and blah, blah, blah. Uh, and now he does crazy things like gives lots of money and cars away. Well, he worked really hard to do that. He didn't just go out, buy 50,000 followers and say, well, this is it. I've made it. Um, I guess the whole point of this podcast is uh, I think we need to diversify and not rely specifically on becoming social media famous. Uh, it's going to die off. Uh, it's, you know, saturation point is, is right there. It's within our grasp. And some people will be going, oh, thank goodness for that. Well, yeah, but, uh, you know, like some influencers are really good and they, they do do well and they do work hard. So I'm not going to hate on them all. I hate on them all. I hate that phrase. I don't dislike them all. Um, I think they certainly absolutely have their place and I work with many of them, um, but I just don't know whether encouraging young people to become social media influencers is is a good idea. And maybe I'm just... Uh, no, I'm not old and grumpy yet. Give me two years. 